we're back again. Our yearly tradition, this is the third year back, I think, right? Third year in a row? Yeah. Probably our favorite day of the year. Mm -hmm. That and the worst of, I think. Yeah, those are our two, I think, favorite Our two faves, and they're kind of opposite ends of the calendar. Right. And and the campaign finance stuff. Well, that, yeah. (laughs) 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 Oh, yeah, that's up there. Everyone loves that. This is my second year growing my own weed in the backyard since it was kind of legalized. I don't know the specifics, but once they said it was legal, I said, I'm growing it in my backyard. What are they going to do to me? And AJ, you just gave me a strain from wherever you got it from. Mm-hmm. And I asked you, I mean, look at all the, the it's a lot of, what do you call it, Keith? There's a lot of, there's a lot of sugar on there, yeah. crystals, oh, right? Yeah. It looks powdery. And compared to mine, first year, my, my crop was a little more leafy and stringy. This year, you mentioned. It's, it's got a lot more uh, density to the bud in the center of it. Yeah. And the more you grow a strain and the longer you grow a strain, you're eventually going to get that perfection. The other thing is you're going to notice the way that you, uh, you tend to that garden. Mm-hmm. and what works and what doesn't work. I'm sure you've already noticed a bunch of the intricacies of what does and doesn't oh, work. Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other thing you got to keep in mind, especially for uh, a person growing it in the climate such as Buffalo, New York, you got to play to the the weather. Mm-hmm. Keep an eye on it. Make adjustments where needed, especially if you've got an outdoor crop. I'm not a professional mm-hmm. grower. I just read a lot. Well, I'm sure the professional growers have read a lot, too. Oh, absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. I met a guy, and I don't want to... Um, I, I won't drop names of businesses or individuals for the sake of nope. um, yeah. uh, they're not paying me. Yep. So uh, <laughs> a guy I used to work with uh, had invited me over to his place, and um, he was like, uh, "Hey, do you do you do you want to smoke?" And I'm like, "Sure, man, we'll smoke." He pulls out some weed, and he's like, "What do you think of the weed?" And I'm like, "It's pretty good." I'm like, "I I need to get me some of this. I want to cook with it." Because you guys remember the last time yeah. I was here, and the last couple times I've been here, I've been very big into making my own edibles and, and such at home, topicals and all that fun stuff. And uh, he was like, yeah, I could definitely hook you up with a bunch of this. He's like, do you just want some butter made from this? I'm like, so you have, like, butter? So he goes through his refrigerator, and he opens up the freezer, and there are pounds of butter just sitting in his freezer. <laughs> wow. And I'm like, holy shit. So he just grabs a, a, a brick pound, and he just throws it at me. And he Does he know what go. strain it is, or is it just like oh, yeah, a bunch of... Oh, yeah, he explained the hmm. whole nine yards, the terpenes. He got very detailed. Holy man! And I was like, scientific. wow, man, like, this is like, what, like, where do you, how did, how did this all come about? Yeah. And then he showed me his grow operation in his basement. Mm-hmm. Um... He'd been growing for about nine years. Uh, how many football fields big was it? Uh, not even, not, not, not <laughs> okay, like, okay. just think of a standard basement. And what he'd done is he'd made that yeah. basement uh, look like it was a third of an actual basement. Mm. And the rest of it was concealed. Gotcha. Um, don't take any advice from the story that I'm telling you people. Yeah. So, uh, but anyway, so he shows me the operation and um, yeah, like he had, three or four different strains going at the same time. And he explained what year. And I, again, don't quote me on any of this. I am not an expert on growing. I'm just relaying what I've heard. Yeah. Um, but they were at different stages. Uh, he had one that had been growing for four or five years. It looked fantastic. I thought it was one of the best looking pieces of marijuana I'd ever seen in my life. And he showed me one that he had going for seven years. And I was like, holy shit, you topped that. <laughs> and then he showed me one that he had going for nine years. Wow. And I'm like, wow, okay, okay. I, I, I see you here. So the other thing you got to keep in mind with that is, is, uh, and I think I talked about this at the previous on the previous podcast is when you think about places like Amsterdam or California, places that have been doing this for a very long time, they're always going to have stuff that's better. Mm-hmm. They've been doing it for a much longer time legally. Also, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. an industry in these places, right? Um, we'll talk a bit more about edibles and such and, and where you can get what you can get and what to expect from them uh from what's out there today also but um yeah a lot of that goes in hand in hand with that and actually does it does bring us organically to the next topic right which is uh edibles um what do you trust where do you get them from you know are you a novice are you uh if you're you you, you make your own right you, you absolutely do yeah. um i have uh Steered away from making my own um, mm-hmm. of late. Probably a lot of it was just due to the fact that it was buried under ice for four and a half months. Right? Yeah. Um, but bigger than that is the availability of these products. It's Literally all Literally anywhere and everywhere. If you're a head shop, a vape shop, um, any kind of smoke shop, mm-hmm. they're selling marijuana. They're selling marijuana products. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing that you see here on this table uh, was purchased from a legal dispensary. Or from the reservation. Okay. So you However, haven't been going to the res. No. However, 
some of these products were sourced from the reservation. Okay. So a lot of these smoke shops are either owned by reservation businesses okay. or are supplied from them. Mm-hmm. So you're going to see the same product at all the places. The only place you're going to see something different is actually on the reservation. Um, so how do they know if you're cool or not? Where? At a head shop? Head shop. Um, honestly, the the number one thing to do is is be direct. Yeah. Um, don't try to use slang. It's <laughs> probably outdated. And if it's not outdated, you sound stupid. Um, don't don't use slang. Be very direct. So hey. I don't go in there and ask for Mary Jane. No, you don't go in there and ask no. for Mary Jane. Okay. Um, hey, I'd like to buy a joint. Okay. Do you guys sell green? Can I buy a THC cartridge? Mm-hmm. Be very specific. Don't be vague. Yeah. The more vague you are, the more they think you are actually an arc and trying to get them mm-hmm. to admit some right. shit. Uh, that's, I always walk in and say, hey, I'm not a cop. Is there anything here I can get? And they always <laughs> kick me out. So uh, there's a, a, a fairly fairly. You also wear the shirt that says not a cop. <laughs> right, right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, well, actually, yeah. I usually wear my Blue Lives Matter shirt. Oh, yeah, with your hat nice. backwards. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh-huh. How do you do, fellow kids? <laughs> Wow. So there's a place uh, on Grover, Cleveland, uh, not far from where I live, and it's walking distance. Uh, I'm not going to name the place because they don't pay me. Um, however, if anybody knows the place, Natalie's sells Mediterranean. Um, it's in the same plaza. So um, I was over at Natalie's uh, picking up my uh, my monthly uh, quart of garlic whip, and uh, I noticed a lot of kids in the store. Right, and business was doing great, and I'm like, "Hey, man, business is booming! Like you're doing fantastic!" Yeah, he's like, yeah. He's like it's all these stoners from next door, and I'm like, "Stoners from next door?" And he's like, "Yeah, the smoke shop that opened next door." Oh. And I'm like, "But that's a vape shop." And he's like, "Oh, bro, they sell everything." Oh, so I'm looking around the room and I see these kids, and they are high out of their fucking minds, eating French fries and shawarmas, and I'm, I'm they're living their best <laughs> lives. I'm very happy for them, and I'm like, I need well, to find out what this is all about. Well, as you talked about all the places that have popped up in New York City, they're they're not legal, but they, but there's no no way to control it. Evidently, that's happening around here it's, too. I feel like it's all over the state. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, now, uh, let me preface before I get any deeper into the story that, and I know you guys are aware, and I'm sure you've talked about it on on previous recent shows that uh, licenses are being handed out right yes, now they are um, S- slowly trickle very slowly um and i'd like to make this point because of that and because you guys are aware of this is there is not a single legal recreational dispensary in western new york today mm-hmm. there probably won't be one 30 days from now to well, write in the news there was one that opened niagara falls right mm-hmm. but that's native owned correct that's not licensed right yeah. So anything you see on the reservations, they don't have to follow our rules, so they don't have right. licenses, right. right? None of yep. these smoke shops and head shops, they don't have licenses. Mm-hmm. But I digress. Uh, I, I just want to make it a point to the listeners that, uh, hey, if, if anybody's telling you that they're a legal dispensary, they're not. Um, right. At the same time, you're not going to get arrested. They're not going to get shut down. Well, that's the thing is like, you know, you, you, D.A. Flynn even said last year, like, look, I'm not going to go chase around these places and shut them down. Like, you know, like once there's legal dispensaries and they're competing with state tax towers, maybe then we'll think about like, you know, trying to clamp down a little bit. But right now, I, I don't have any direction from the state. So fuck it. Like, you know, like, you know, smoke it if you got it. Well, that's the thing is how are you how are they stopping this? You're talking about an industry that already existed in secret. Mm-hmm. And you just said it was legal. Like, yeah. you can't sell it legally. But now I can't arrest you for it. Yeah, it's going to blow up. Everybody's <laughs> going to do it. The supply is unlimited yeah. everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, so I walk I walk next door into this smoke shop. And uh, I'm looking around. It just looks like a vape shop. There's nothing on display outside of paraphernalia that tell me that they are selling the product. It sure as fuck smells like the product. Um, but there's nothing that tells me that I can buy it here. There's a, there's a nice lady behind the counter. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm not a young gentleman. I'm about, I'm, I'm in my mid forties and the lady behind the counter was probably, we're, a we're all in the forties here. Right, okay. That's fair, that's fair. We got our pulse on what the youth want. Here. Right. The, okay. the, the lady behind the counter was probably a couple of years older than I. And, um, I was very dumb about it, but I just said, Hey, I would like one marijuana, please. 
<laughs> and she laughed at me. Yeah, yeah. And I laughed too. And I was like, you know, like I've always wanted to say that. And I feel like, yeah. you know, after doing crazy things like, oh, you know, God. getting in a car with a complete stranger and driving an hour away to get an eighth of really shitty weed in my childhood, we've come a long way. Oh, sure have. Right? So for me to be able to say that statement and for her to understand was just a great moment for me. But she was like, what, what, what do you, what do you, back, back then, yeah. you, you'd be like, what do you, how, how can I get some weed? You know what I mean? And it was, and you got whatever you got. Yeah. You got weed. Mm-hmm. Now, what strain is it? Is, you know, where'd Back it come then, from? They could tell you a name and it was made up. Oh, sure. They yeah. made that shit up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you'd be lucky if it wasn't sprayed with something. Right. Yeah. yeah right. Oh, this is, this is Charlie Brown Christmas. Right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Hey, but to your point, like now it's, it, there's a, what strain is it? What are the terpenes? Um, can you tell me if it's an indica or a sativa or a hybrid? Uh, just so much going on. So I, we, me and this lady, we laugh about the marijuana comment. And then um, she's like, what are you looking for? And I'm like, well, what do you guys have? And she's like, she's looking at me with like squinted eyes. Like, you know, are you a cop? <laughs> Jesus. Right. She didn't say that, but her yeah, eyes yeah, said, are yeah, you a yeah, cop? Yeah, 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 Right. And, and I just. Suspicious so, looking look. And I flat out just like, as soon as I saw those eyes, it, like it was like a, 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 a reflex, a natural response. I'm not a cop. <laughs> yeah. I just want some weed. <laughs> yeah. And she goes, Okay. Do you know how you want the weed? And I was like, well, do you have green? Do you have vapes? Like, do you have edibles? What do you have? And then she showed me everything. Okay. They had edibles. So um, she opened the door, and how, how many football fields big was it? <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, no, still this, zero football fields. This, this is my mind palace. No, no, it's, it's, uh, she was actually just wearing a trench coat, and she just <laughs> like, coat. But one, one side had watches, the other side had... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Were there three kids underneath? <laughs> So this this place is walking yeah. distance from where I live, and okay. um, I happened to be in a situation where I needed to go somewhere a few weeks later, and uh, I hadn't rolled anything up or you know prepared what I would normally go into a social situation with. Now look, I'll just stop by that smoke shop and see what they have. So I stopped over there, and I'm like, hey, I want a couple of pre rolls and maybe a vape pen. And um, yeah, pre rolls were like eight bucks. Um, I asked her, Indica, Sativa, they know all of this information. It's very specific. And then I see these kids kind of pop out of a room in the back and a bunch of smoke follows them. And I'm like, can can I get high here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she said, yeah, $15 an hour. There's three rooms in the back. You want a TV, Shit. couch? What do you need? And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> what? You are around the corner from my house. Like, this is dangerous. Um, and then I asked the all-important question from me. Hey, is this place dog-friendly? Bro, my dog and I have been there a bunch of times. <laughs> wow. Um, it is a good time. Right. You can just rent a room. So, you know, it was super hot yesterday, and me and my dog took, you know, like a four-block walk. Yeah. He was very hot, and I was like, hey, I'm hot too, buddy. We should get. We should take a break. So we popped on in the vape shop. You know, he gets a little bit of water. I smoked a joint. And uh, that's probably going to be a regular occurrence for the foreseeable oh, future. Pretty good. Um, are there vending machines? No, no. Oh. But they do tell, sell snacks. Okay. Oh, that's are, good. They, they did the, the one thing that was kind of crazy. I don't know if it was my size, but I went inside and lazy. You know, you can order a pizza if you want. Do I look like I was about to eat a pizza? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I digress. Um, yeah. So I've I've done a little bit of research and a little poking around and seeing what's out there, and um, there's a lot. Uh, so we, we talked quite a bit, um, over past shows about, uh, Delta eights and, um, CBD, um, CBD has a value. It has a real value. Some things that you're going to find out about it is if you ever hear the, the term full spectrum CBD, there is THC in it. Okay. 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 It's a very small amount. Um, the allowable amount, uh, for it to not be considered a THC product, I believe is almost up to five milligrams. Hmm. Now, anybody that knows anything about dosing and what the milligrams actually mean when they talk about strength, um, for novice, new people, for just a nice, light, fun time, you know, two to five milligrams is great. Ten milligrams is, you know, you, you're chilling, you know, you're, you're still running, you're, you're riding that vibe. Yeah. Anything more than that, and if you're not a professional and don't know what the milligrams are, stop, don't, mm-hmm. just, yeah. just don't. To that end, you can order... Delta eights from out of state that are full spectrum. Now we talked earlier about states that have been doing this for a lot longer than we have. Those are the states you're actually going to get real full spectrum products from. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the reason I wanted to talk a lot about the products is a lot of the stuff that we're getting out here is, is not real. Um, a lot of it says it's from California. It's advertised from California. It is not. 
Yeah, uh, California, Pennsylvania. It's, yeah. a, it's a little town outside of Latrobe. That's, that's probably more accurate than um, <laughs> what they're actually saying. Um, a, a clear case in point. So I just handed you a, a bag of, of marijuana, right? Yes. Most yes. packaging comes like this. As a, as a key example, here's another one of these, right? Now, all of this packaging basically indicates that in order to open it, you have to tear this strip off the top. It's resealable, mm-hmm. right? But in order to open it, you got to tear the strip off. And that's how you know it's um, legitimate and safe. So I want you to open that bag of marijuana without tearing the strip off. Okay. And I opened it. Okay. And yes. so now you can reseal it. Yes. And it looks like no one ever opened it. Right. So most edible packaging today comes that way. Mm-hmm. When you get it and it says it's from California, what I want you to know is... Wherever they got it from, that guy bought those bags in bulk online and put whatever he wanted in them. I gotcha. Right? It's a safety thing. Now, that's not to say that what you're buying is bunk. It's probably definitely marijuana. Okay? It's probably not laced with any other drugs. And I I, want to say this out loud just for a lot of people because people have a lot of concerns about it. I have not heard, uh, and nor am I saying that I've heard, anything about fentanyl. In fact, that's the last thing um, going on here. Mm Mm-hmm. It would be a waste for someone to put that in marijuana products. Oh, yeah. Um, and right now, given how widespread they are and the supply of them, like it just, it would be a dumb idea for anyone to do that. Now, what's going on in, in the Coke field is is not the uh, the subject of the show. So we're going to stop that there. So you don't have to worry about getting a bunk product in the sense that there's something else in there. But it's not from California, which means it's not a refined product. It was made, sourced, and put together here locally and packaged here locally. Um I'm going to give you a key example. Uh, that 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 package that you're you're holding is one. So here's another. Here's one that's actually legitimate. So I want you to try and open this guy. All right. Without tearing the thing. Oh, so you can see that it's been like vacuum sealed and crimped on the top. Exactly. Yeah. So you mm-hmm. you notice that that it's the same situation. It's the same situation, but now what to to a, the average consumer, oh, well, this is actually sealed. So this must actually be from California. No, no, no. It's the same bag. I just vacuum sealed it and crimped it. So again, um, where those are from, those are actually um, might actually be from uh, California, Pennsylvania. Then we have uh, this. A lot of people are going to hear about this, and I'm actually going to say the name of this out loud. Uh, it's called the Tap Out Bar. Okay. Um, they're very popular. You'll see them at every head shop. They're on all the reservations. They're 1,500 milligrams is wow. the whole bar. Wow. There are 15 pieces. So each piece is 100 milligrams. Um, they come in like five to seven flavors. I'm only, I've only tried three of them. Um, so is it? Does it tag is that a lot? Is a lot of, that a lot of THC? Oh yeah! Oh my God! The tagline written right on the bar is "Tap out or pass out." <laughs> okay, so either you'll stop eating them, yeah. or you'll be asleep. Uh, by your estimates, mm-hmm. average weed smoker, edible taker, how long would they be out if they ate a whole bar in one night? Two, I, three days. I would probably say three to four. Wow. Three wow. to four. Uh, I've only heard of one person that I've actually met and spoken to that's eaten about a quarter of a bar. Wow. Uh, he remembers the last bite of the bar yeah. and nothing else from that night. Oh, my God. He said he woke up and he couldn't open his eyes. Uh, even after a pot of coffee, it was he was a struggle bus for at least a whole Holy day. shit. Um, I don't know anybody that's actually made it through a half a bar, let alone a whole bar. That doesn't sound enjoyable. This is where we we need to we need to raise Andre the Giant from the yeah, right. That's right. <laughs> That's right. We need bigger people to take this on. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm a professional. Yes. I have uh, I eat these quite regularly now mm-hmm. and um, I will tell you that I don't go past two pieces. Two pieces and I've got about an hour and a half shelf life. They really are 100 milligrams a piece. This is not California style. Crazy. Okay? So this is local. It's unrefined. It's not full spectrum. Would you say it's buffalo style? I would absolutely <laughs> say it is spicy buffalo style. Possibly hot, definitely medium. Um, but you're going to come across a lot of products like this. Uh, this tap out bar, it's local. Uh, again, I'm not saying you can't trust these things. I eat them. I think they're fine. You're going to find um, things like this guy. So this is actually sourced from New York City. This is what they're selling in New Ooh, York City right look now. At that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called a lit bar. It's also advertising itself as uh, a thousand milligram chocolate bar. 
Oh, um, and that little thing, huh? And the, this guy right yeah. here, it's... Uh, About half the size of a Hershey bar, I'd yep, say. Yeah. definitely half the size of a Hershey bar. I'm going to tell you that these and most of the stuff that I found that I'm getting from that region, they taste like shit. Oh, really? Um, but it, they do it, the job. Hudson River water. Yeah, yeah, that's probably what it is. Yeah, yeah. These good for pizza, bars, bad for... That's, uh, that's Sully makes them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay. These tap-out bars, the biggest problem with them, they're delicious. Have you ever eaten one square of a Hershey bar? Just one square, <laughs> no, and then no. just stopped right there. No, have like, you, you ever done that? Because it's like a Hershey Kiss. Yep, I can. I always have to have a handful of those. It, there you go. Right. So these are dangerous. And the point of talking about all of this to folks is: okay, so you're you're a, you're a regular weed smoker. Okay, you're in your whatever age range. Let's say you're in your thirties, your forties. Call it what you will, and. Um, all this new stuff's coming out, and you're like, I'm going to go out there and get that. No, don't do it, mm-hmm. okay? The stuff that's harder to come by is the low-dose stuff. The reason why is it sells out everywhere, because mm-hmm. that's the stuff you should be eating, right. okay? You can stack on two to five milligrams. You know, if two doesn't work, eat four of them. Five doesn't work, eat a couple more of those. Don't start at 100 milligrams. Right, uh, although... You know, we're going to have you down to the cabinet and make s'mores for you. Oh, <laughs> I'm very excited. I yeah. am very excited. <laughs> but there, there's, a, there's all this stuff that's been coming out of late. Um, another company, and uh, I, I don't want to big up the company, but it's, it's can of syrup. Um, this is more of a younger generation thing. Hmm. Uh, this stuff is stupid strong. Um, when I say stupid strong. It's like, it's like a cough syrup bottle. Yeah, what you're showing me. Yeah, absolutely. It yeah. tastes like really good, like syrup. It tastes really good. It tastes okay. like sugar syrup. Mm-hmm. Um, it's dangerous as hell. It's actually, uh, and if I can read the warning on here, somewhere, uh, this is the stuff that they actually use to get uh, drug addicts um, through rehab. Oh, okay. Right. Um, it's that level of strong. Word of advice is go go low, mm-hmm. right? Uh, the vape pens. We talked about this last time on mm-hmm. the show. Mm-hmm. They've gotten better. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, they taste better. They are less likely to explode. They're more quality products. Um, almost all of them are disposable now. This is one brand that uh, I currently I'm, I'm a big fan of. The one thing that I will say is everybody's got to have standards, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because those are disposable. I, I want to know if the safety standards are good, right? I wouldn't even say safety Cause, standards. Because you got the jewels and, every, and, and the government's being a hard ass about those and... So you know, is this regulated or I'm sure it's not, right? I, the, absolutely not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but the other thing you got to remember is they're they're made in bulk, okay. right? Mm-hmm. Everything's made in bulk. All of these devices are from China. There's mm-hmm. absolutely mm-hmm. no doubt about it. Then they're shipped here, they're filled up and distributed and packaged and all that other fun stuff. Um, what I can say about them is, is I've probably been through a couple hundred of these guys. I've not had one explode. Okay. Um, I've come across some defective ones. You know, hey, it it doesn't hit. Yeah, mm-hmm. it doesn't charge. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've never had one explode or anything bad happen in that sense. So for me, the features on a weed pen are going to be: does it taste good? Mm-hmm. Does it taste like shit? Because if I'm spending money, come on. Yeah, seriously. Um, am I hitting it fifty times to get high? Am I hitting it once and feeling it? That's also you know a very mm-hmm. good indicator, right? Um, for people that are uh, aware of solvents and the concentrates and such, to look at the color of the stuff that's in there. Um, and pay attention to uh, the device it comes in. Mm-hmm. So this looks very nice. It's very yeah. premium. Mm-hmm. Got a button mm-hmm. on there. You know, it looks, looks like great. Apple sells it. Yeah, it yeah. absolutely looks great. Right. Now, mm-hmm. look at this guy. This looks like somebody took a cartridge and jammed it in a battery, (laughs) glued it in there, and said, hey, you know what? This is your disposable pen. Mm -hmm. Um, But they're similar, right? But you can tell the quality difference. You can tell the quality difference, absolutely. Now, um, there are local companies. Uh, So uh, the point of that was if you buy something disposable that says it's from California and it looks very cheaply made, it probably wasn't. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, this one in particular actually is quality, a quality product. There are companies here locally that are making and, and filling these up and selling them to the local stores. So okay. you are actually helping a local business when you do that. Okay. Um, and when you ask for the stuff, ask them, hey, is this locally sourced? Well, companies from, I, I, and again, I don't want to name names, but there's about whew, a couple dozen 
local places that are doing um, concentrates, mm-hmm. uh, edibles, uh, gummies, you name it. Um, it's across the board. And I'm pretty sure a lot of these places are supplying the reservations too. Mm-hmm. Now, this is more along the lines of the stuff that I make at home. Okay. Yeah. Um, but you can find this in places like the res. So okay. infused honey is getting bigger and bigger now. Yeah. Um, and it's not just any kind of plain honey. People are putting all kinds of different herbs in there. Um, it's all more wellness oriented. Yeah. It seems like it's more of like a, a medicine type thing. So medicinal. people are doing like sativas, sativa hybrids. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this is actually, a, if you're having a bad day, you're supposed to put a drop of this in your tea in the morning. Really? Okay. Just a drop. Just a drop. Wow. Okay. Uh, again, the the intention here isn't to get stupid high and sit on the couch and eat Cheetos, oh. right? But like you wake up and you're just having a shit day. Just a kiss. Just a drop, right? Mm-hmm. You're looking for a mood change, right? Something to help you uplift yourself. And obviously there's all kinds of uh, spiritual instructions that come with, with, with a lot of these products. And, you know, it's up to the individual to choose whether they want to follow them or not. But... Uh, yeah, that's kind of um, that's kind of the breadth of a lot of the products I brought here. Another conversation we we started getting into, and I th- I thought we we better save this because what goes well with weed, food, food, right? All kinds of food. AJ, you've made the rounds. You know what's good. What are you? What are your favorite places? The first one I want to talk about is that cake place on Hurdle. Oh man! All right, so there's this cake bar. Is it Sweet Cheeks? Ah, Sweet Cheeks Cake Bar. Yeah. Good good memory. Oh, yeah. So Um, it's by Lexington Co-op, that area. Yep, exactly. So West Turtle, or East Turtle. East Turtle. East Turtle, Um, I'd heard about it from a friend in Rochester. I'm I'm very old, so I don't get on social media much. And she'd said, hey, Instagram, I keep hearing about this place. You know, you need to go check it out. A month goes by, I hadn't checked it out. And I was hanging out with a buddy of mine, and I was like, hey, you want to go check out this cake bar? So we went and checked it out. Uh fantastic place from the outside you can tell everything inside that they're gonna sell it tastes mm. good mm-hmm. so i'm looking sometimes at you just get that that mm. radiance right yeah when you look right at yeah like chefs <laughs> yeah exactly yeah, that's that is actually very accurate also no, that's, that's not radiance that's melted cheese Jim. yeah <laughs> I mean, you get the you know what's happening in chefs when you look at chefs that's right yeah, yeah. it's uh yeah. it's a lot of ass cracks what <laughs> it's not from the humidity oh no no <laughs> um <laughs> But so uh, walked up to this place and they have this great decal on the front and there's this lady staring at the decal and I'm staring at the decal and I'm staring at the lady and I'm like, is that you? And it sure as hell was the owner. And mm. uh, so went inside. Uh, I didn't get to see a, a full breadth of what they had because they were about to close. They only had a couple items left. I did try cupcakes, um, some weird, awesome dessert in a in a cup or a jar it almost looked like a duncan to go cup of like iced coffee but there's like cake in there and a maraschino cherry and a bunch of cream i'm lactose intolerant and it was probably a bad idea but the other (laughs) horrible decision i made um but a fantastic horrible one is they make pudding cookie pudding okay um like a british pudding or no man imagine like um like plain cookies and not like, don't think like chocolate chip cookies, but like biscuit level cookies. Like, yeah, like Nilla wafers. Yeah. Just stuck in like banana cream pudding. That sounds great. Um, and you get like a just, I don't even know how to describe, how to describe in, in any kind of metric unit of the amount that you would get. But it's a container this big, just full of it. And I bought two of them. And I was telling you guys before this, like I'm like very badly, horribly lactose intolerant. And this is just straight cream. Yeah. And yeah. so I eat a spoonful every two days. <laughs> um, I suffer and then I recover and then I eat another spoonful. Right. You're, yeah. you're better with this than I am with my medication. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm better at this than I am with my medication also. Uh, but I got to ask you, uh, uh, definitely don't go to the store and say, hey, sweet cheeks. Right? Yes. That's, 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 that's a bad, that's a yeah. no, that's an right, absolute that's, no. That's what Mel Gibson does. Um, yeah. What I will say is, is uh, so they're, not allowed there. They're, they're a very small business. They're a very new business. Um, and something I like to do with local businesses is, uh, because I, I see that they're open very limited hours mm-hmm. and the things they stock are very limited. Buy as much of that shit as you can yeah. when you go in there. Yeah. Um, you're helping a business, right? Uh, if, if you've ever worked at a small or local business, when, when they end their day and they sold everything, that, that feeling is, uh, and you being able to give that to them is something special. Yeah. Um, so that's what I did when I was in there. They only had a few items there and I bought everything. Uh, I would definitely go to this place, definitely check it out. Um, we were also talking about, uh, 
Miller's Miller's thumb. Miller's thumb. Oh, that's my new hotness. Okay, yeah. So what do you what do you what do you what are you saying that's good out there? Well, I sh- I usually go and I get one of their sandwiches. There's one with a croissant and like Dijon mustard and, and and turkey. This is a breakfast and lunch place only though. Okay, not open dinner time. Okay. You can go there and get all kinds of different breads, bagels. The bagels are more bready than bagely, but they're still pretty good. They got a nice flavor to them. And then, of course, all the cookies and sweet rolls and scones and all that. I think I've tr- I've gone around all the bases, and they're all good. Okay. Coffee's um, good there, too. What do you recommend on the dessert side? So, again, we're talking about uh, I'm stoned. Yes. And what am I getting from this? So, place? I think when you walk in, they have packs of their, their highest-selling cookies, mm-hmm. like five packs, six packs, or whatever it is. The big one that I like the best is their chocolate one. It's like chocolate like double chocolate or whatever it is they've got one they're, they're like really flat and crispy and like really flavorful um i think there's one with pecans or something like that i can't remember exactly what it is some nuts anyway if i were if i were you and i'm, I'm getting ready to get stoned or if you're already stoned before 3 p.m when they close then you know this is what you want to do you want to go in there and get a few of their packs at the area ready and probably just take those home with you because you know you're, you're probably going to want volume okay okay right? i i like where this is going i yeah. need to go to this place yeah or i guess like you said at the, at the end of the day mm-hmm. if there's still a lot left you know that stuff doesn't keep no and you gotta eat it buy out. them out yep. mm-hmm. if they've got a dozen sweet rolls left go ahead and get them all right so i know we're gonna we're gonna kill jim here with all this talk of sweet food and i don't want to do that <laughs> oh. so let's talk about the other stuff you can get when you're high yeah um so I was very big into ghost kitchens yeah, when the pandemic right. started. Um, they are still around. Yeah, you were talking about the Beast. Yeah. So uh, this place, Mr. Beast. Mr. Burger, Beast. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure they operate out of Red Robin. I don't know if they're a real ghost kitchen, an independent ghost kitchen, or some corporation. But man, that food is fantastic. Smash burgers, uh, just fries with like onions, ketchup, mustard, uh, bacon. And they're like crinkle cut fries. And I'm, mm. I'm a very particular person when it comes to crinkle cut fries because mm-hmm. a lot of people get them wrong. Mm-hmm. If they're not crispy, they're shit. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, I'm a very particular stoner. Um, I'm big on DoorDash, uh, especially because everybody learned to become big on it uh, during the pandemic. But uh, I never let a lot of that go. Uh, not that the pandemic is over or anyone's mm-hmm. announced that it's over, but I never let the door dashing go or, or a lot of the curbside pickup for yeah. things that I don't, that I think are, are mindless. Like if I'm going to BJ's wholesale club and buying, you know, bulk toilet paper, I don't need to walk inside for that. You can yeah, bring it to my car. Sure, yeah. Right. However, you know, if I'm going out to buy produce, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to want to go in there and, and mm-hmm. not get the shitty grapes. But yeah, so, uh, very much still door dashing, still doing pickups and, um, I live like five minutes from Whole Foods. And every time I walk through that place, I see this pizza they have up there. Yeah, it looks good. It looks fantastic. Yeah. And um, so I buy uh, I buy stuff from the deli there all the time. And uh, there's a gentleman at the deli that we, we've started talking. And, you know, every time I see him, we say hi to each other. He talks about his kid. We've, we've built some kind of a relationship. And uh, so the one time I'm in there and I'm like, man, like, I've seen you over at the pizza station a couple times, and that's that stuff looks really good. Like, what can you tell me about the pizza? And he goes, "It's it's really fucking good. I take that shit home every okay. Friday." Okay. And I'm like, okay. So um, I called up the pizza place one day. You can actually call in and you get, can order you a can pizza. Order a pizza okay. from Whole Foods. Okay. So I, I didn't know this. So I called Whole Foods and uh, had them. I was like, "Hey, can you just send me to the pizza department?" And there was a pizza department, mm. and so I get this. Probably 15-year-old kid on the phone, 15, 16 years old. And I'm like, hey, man, I want to order pizza. And he's like, cool. So I was like, I want white pizza. I want you to put uh, hot cherry peppers, red onions, bacon, and sausage on it. Oh. I just made that up. I was high as fuck. <laughs> That's what I was craving. Yeah, and, and, and they didn't question you. He didn't, he didn't question me even a second. So... Mm. I go in after 20 they're very, minutes. They're very open there. Yeah. Seems. But actually, that's a traditional order. They call it the Charlie Brown Christmas. Charlie Brown Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So the, this entire conversation over the phone was all of 90 seconds. Yeah. Didn't ask for my name. Didn't ask for my phone number, which I thought was weird. And then I remember I'm old and I forget that everyone has caller ID this day and age. Oh, right? okay. But they didn't ask for an instant 20 minutes. Well, so also, I'm, I'm not sure that they get a lot of call-in orders. I feel like they don't get right? any. Right? So you're probably the only one that day. Probably the only one guess. ever. 
But yeah. people are gonna start doing this now. Yeah. So right. I go okay. in, and there's this this young kid. He is clearly fresh out of high school, and um, he looks at me and goes, "Your pizza looks fucking delicious." <laughs> 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 and me and my yeah, high yeah. ass state is like, "Yeah, I bet it fucking does." <laughs> Show it to me. <laughs> and um, so he's he's taking it out the oven, and he's cutting it oh. up, and he's like, "Man," and I was like, "Yo, throw it back in there." And he's like, "What?" And I'm like, "I want it crispy." So he throws it back in. Like the kid's just doing whatever I tell him yeah, to do. Yeah, yeah. And I look on the countertop at where they have the ingredients, and you know they have those uh, those uh, bins, if yeah. you will, where you mm-hmm. take the ingredients out of. Yeah, the, and, the prep bins. Right, and then you have that massive cutting board mm-hmm. slash a countertop, and on that countertop were open jars of every ingredient that I had asked for. So what this kid did was he ran out into the store and grabbed. Wow a jar of hot cherry peppers and came back and cut them up. Wow. Um, and I was like, holy shit. And I was like, hey, man, did you just did you just run out and grab that when I called in? And he's like, yeah, we didn't have any cherry peppers behind the counter, so I'm allowed to just go get whatever we don't have. <laughs> wow. And I'm like, so where's that pepperoni from? And he's like, you see this deli right here? And I'm like, this is great. <laughs> wow. Holy shit. So I go home and... Um, you know, I'm very proud of this statement. I will stand by it. I ate that pizza in 45 minutes. The whole fucking thing. It was a large pizza. I had one person helping me. Yeah, there's no um, shame in that. We ate that whole motherfucker. It was delicious. Um, whole Foods Pizza is now top tier pizza. The last wow. time we talked about Munchies, we talked about Imperial and yeah, Picasso yeah, and yeah, Bocce's. Yeah, yeah. And, but man, Whole Foods whole is Foods, right up there. That's the secret place. But what I will say, and only because I haven't actually bought a single slice from them order a pie my mm. experience is when you ordered a pie and you ate it fresh mm-hmm. okay um i didn't just pick up a slice that was sitting in sitting the under a lamp yeah now i've got to inject this before we talk about other restaurants mm-hmm. i know you've been waiting for this for a while mm-hmm. the first pizza hut since the <sighs> pandemic opened last week now i know diamond jim you were at the the game shop across the street. Right, yeah. I had, I Tell had us a, the scoop. I had a nerd derby on Friday. Yeah. And uh, uh, so I'm out there uh, taking, you know, looking across the street and uh, I'm ch- checking out. I, I took a picture. I posted it. If, you, if you're on our Discord, you'll see I posted a picture. I was like, oh, so Democrats have storefronts right now because there's a there's just a sign that says grooming. That's awesome. Oh, no. That is awesome. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah. at the end of that plaza was the Pizza yeah. Hut and the line was out the door like, Deep into the parking lot for people to get Pizza Hut. It was a soft open, and I heard the first day they were open that they did so much business, their machinery broke. (laughs) They were closed for like a day. I heard the same thing. My pops knows the family, that it's a brown family, that opened the Pizza Hut. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, we were there about a week before the the soft opening, and we saw them in there, and like the owner's kid, this little like eight-year-old kid's running around the store, and I just popped my head, and I was like, hey, you guys open kid looks at me all weird and goes to his dad and he's like dad are we open and he's like no not yet <laughs> and he goes no we're not open yet and i'm like what do you want to go soft opening next week and i'm like okay so i gotta wait at least two weeks so what i did find out about the soft opening is the services that are available are just the pizza hut express mm-hmm. services right so you uh, can't yeah. uh there's no sit down yet yeah. we're, we're, we're still working on that at, yeah. at multiple locations from the article that i read right. yeah. uh, i was actually going to bring us uh some of that pizza hut here today for this uh, for this podcast, and um, you need a little more time. I, think. I yeah. swung out there earlier. Yeah, uh, yeah. I just kind of drove by and saw the line. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and said, "All right, man." So, like, we all know about fast food. Next right? year, next year. I, the 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 comparison I don't want to make, but I am going to make is what happened to Little Caesars. It went downhill, right? bro. It's hot and it's ready. Mm-hmm. Yes, and that's all you're going to get from that food, mm-hmm. right? It's hot and it's ready. Nobody said the word fresh. Half the time, if you've had Little it's, Caesars in the last couple of years, it's rubber. It's on. It's on par with maybe even a little worse than the frozen pizza. I, I will. You know, I'm, I'm going to agree with you on that. Mm-hmm. Frozen pizza might be a little better. Yeah, might be a little better. Um, but yeah. But you know what? Andrew Galarno was on. He said, "That's all you got. and You want to eat out? Let her rip." Right. Yeah. Right? I mean, no, it's, it, I mean, it provides a service to somebody, and yeah, yeah and right. it certainly made Mike Illich a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But Pizza Hut, goddamn, stuffed crust. Uh, I just want the breadsticks. Pan pizza. Yeah, I just want the fucking breadsticks. Yeah. Then what about the cinnamon sticks? Oh God. Mm-hmm. 
So I, I've, what I've heard from about this resurgence is that they're, they're bringing back full-on restaurants that you can go in and sit at. This I had not heard. Um, supposedly that's coming back. Now, I've not heard anything other than rumor Man, they need to bring back that buffet. Yeah, obviously, you everybody know, everybody wants the buffet in a COVID-centric world. Right. Um, right, it's probably not a possibility. But man, you know that those memories of just like mm-hmm. eating that shitty dessert pizza. Yeah, yeah. right yeah. after you right. ate Un- yeah, uh, under those like fake ass stained glass lamps. Hell yeah. with the red plastic cups. Oh, you gotta have them tumblers. Yeah. I can tell you, me and the other chunks who went to the Kenmore Pizza Hut, they could not keep up with the pizzas fast enough. Oh, man. I was a uh, I was a Bailey Avenue pizza guy. Bailey Avenue pizza mm-hmm. guy, the one next to the KFC. Yes, it's now an apartment complex. I think mm-hmm. they just built. Yeah. Pour one out. That's there was a uh, when I was you know growing up uh, as a kid going down to our family's cabin. Yeah, going down Route 16, there was a Pizza Hut in New Yorkshire. That's right. And we we stop. You're like you know my you're like if, the structure's if, still there. Yeah, if it was if it was just my father, he's like shut up. We got pizza at the cabin, right? Like we're, we're just gonna keep going. But my mother would be like, I can't listen to these kids whine anymore. Like we gotta stop and get yeah, this at yeah. Pizza Hut. <laughs> pizza Hut was uh, the gold standard of pizza growing up. Yes. Now, um, if you're ethnic of any form, and especially if you're brown um, and Indian, of course, uh, you probably dealt with some people, family members, if you are not yourself a vegetarian. Pizza Hut was God mm-hmm. growing up as a vegetarian. Yeah. Um, your parents could count on the ingredients. They were a major chain. Mm-hmm. Um, their food was properly cooked. And it was fucking Pizza Hut. Mm-hmm. Goddamn. Sorry, I'm just going to take a moment. Let's take a moment. Yeah. Good? Yeah, I'm good now. All right. I'm good now. Yeah, we needed that. We did. Any other notable restaurants? Oh, you said the ethnic scene's really up there? The ethnic scene is happening. Mention this place on Bailey, right? Uh, so uh, there's a, a pawn shop that used to be on Kensington and Bailey. Massive yeah. building right on the corner. Um, and now it's a Golden Crispy Grill. Golden Crispy Grill. And they have anything and everything. You want halal. You want Indian. Mm. Um, you want something a bit more Eastern. You want a fried chicken sandwich. You want chicken wings, french fries. They have it all. I haven't had anything bad from them yet. They're, I believe, run by a Bangladeshi family. Okay. And uh, so they pepper in a lot of other cuisine. Um, now, one of the big things, one of the things that's very huge uh, all across Asia, not just in East Asia, is is uh, dumplings and momos. Momos more than anything else. So you'll find a lot of Indian restaurants are making momos now and offering that on the mm-hmm. menu. And they are something else. Um, have you heard of Inchin Bamboo Gardens? Uh, I I feel like I have, but tell us. So they're a place that opened just shortly before the pandemic. They're mm-hmm. a chain. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe they only have four locations in the country. Okay. But they're very, very high-end fine dining oh. as far as uh, fusion cuisine. I think we talked a bit about fusion cuisine before, mm-hmm. but it's where you take, uh, uh, like, so this one in particular is Indian Chinese. Um, they call it Hakka. Um, it's ve- Or Manchurian. It's very, very, very popular. Um, it's also very spicy and contains a lot of flavor. Um, this place opened, I think it's uh, near the Black and Blue. Oh, okay. On Sheridan. Yeah, gotcha. Um, I've never actually been inside because, again, they opened right before the pandemic, and my experience with their food was always takeout. Uh, but I did actually once go to pick up the food, and inside there's waterfalls and oh, all these beautiful. statues, and it's it's gorgeous wow. inside there. Um, so I highly recommend checking it out. It's a little pricey, mm-hmm. um, but the food portions, while they may seem small, are actually pretty spot on. Mm-hmm. They're not okay. more than you would actually need. Okay. Um, but again, it is a little pricey. Uh, it's very good food. Uh, I think I had the Mongolian beef. Um, they have, uh, and again, it's, it's, it's Indian-Asian kind of mixed together. Uh, buttered chicken momos. Ooh. So think chicken makani. Yep. And they took a dumpling and they stuffed it with that and then covered it in the sauce. Oh, that sounds good. It was fantastic. Oh, uh, is it still, they still offer takeout there? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, you, you do not have to go in there. Sit and eat. I do recommend the, that dine-in experience. I've heard great yeah. things. And the place looks fantastic. But uh, in the waterfall. Yeah, worth trying. Mm-hmm. Totally worth trying. Um, yeah, and you know, just get in that waterfall, bro. Yeah, I'll bring my suit. Exactly. Right. Yeah, it's the way to go. Um, so yeah, uh, I, I'm a big DoorDasher, as I've mentioned before. Uh, 
just because I, I like to sit at home with my dog. Um, there's a lot of ethnic foods that have popped up here and, and really everywhere. Uh, we, we talked a little bit about 007 Chinese out in yeah. Hamburg. Um, 007, been at the West Side Bazaar for years, mm-hmm. made the move to their own place in Hamburg. I love that place. Best dumplings I've had in the city. Have you had any Korean barbecue here locally? Not locally. Okay, so I found a place. Okay. Um, Wuchan Korea House. Okay, where's this? So this is uh, Evans and Sheridan. Uh, oh, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know where Spices of India is? Mm-hmm, it's, mm-hmm. It's, just, it's in that little strip, just yeah. a couple on down. Um, wow. Never had, so I've never had Korean barbecue ever. And uh, is it like a legit place where you cook it at the table? Yeah. 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 Okay. Cool. I, I didn't know it was that either. Oh, that's yeah. I thought I, I just went so in I, and ordered food. Yeah. No. I, I was gonna go and eat, there and they were closing it, so I ended up going to like the uh, the Mexican place, like next oh, door. No way. Oh you, man. You, yeah. We should go there. We should definitely go check yeah. this yeah. out. So I, I went in. I tried it out. Phenomenal. They mm. just give you plates of marinated meat. Yes. And you just throw it on this hot plate center thing and cook it yourself. It's badass. Um. I'm glad I had somebody that was barbecue experience with me. I'm not very good. I grew up a vegetarian, so cooking yeah, meat yeah. is not my forte. Yeah. I didn't want to get you know sick or anything. So I had somebody to kind of spot me on the cooking portion, but the food was phenomenal. Um, and since we're still talking about Korean food in general, Korean fried chicken. Yes. Have you had Wonderful. any? Yes. Um, where have you been? There's a bunch of places that have opened. Um, what do we got? So we got... The two staple places for me are actually in, they're in the same plaza. Um, do you guys know where, uh, where the Marriott is on, off of Millersport there? Oh, yeah. You know that uh, plaza right across the street with the Triad Apartments? Yeah. yeah. And there's uh, Santoris Phase 2 in there, I think. Mm-hmm. So there's two places in there that do Korean fried chicken. Well, the one place used to be a bar, like a like a dive college bar right correct yeah that place has turned into an exclusively korean fried chicken place Whoa, okay, okay um i think the place is actually just called chicken yeah, okay it's, it's, it's very it's got a very simple straightforward name why not i've heard yeah. worse names yeah mm-hmm. well the other place is called golden crispy grill yeah right so like simplicity is key here is what we're, what we're learning from this but they have uh korean fried chicken in various flavors and they're ordering our uh, there's the way they're presenting everything is almost an, a mcdonald's type menu um, when you order their food and this is the same of the ghost kitchen, Mr. Beast burger is, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is the way that they're, uh, they're packaging everything. Think McDonald's, you know, what your burger came wrapped in the box that it came in the bag that it came in. It's all branding and it's working really well for them. But bigger than that is the food actually tastes fucking great. Mm-hmm. Um, and in that same plaza is, and I can't remember the name of it, but there's a very small Korean place that, uh, is the oldest and best Korean fried chicken, authentic Korean fried chicken uh, in town that I know. So they're, they're both right there in the same wow. plaza. Um, very so was it like there. a Hatfield-McCoy situation? Yeah. Like what? No, so um, the, 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 the place that's just called Chicken yeah. is more of a commercialized, mm. I think it's part of a, of a national chain. Oh, okay. Um, okay. And the other place is like a locally owned, family-owned spot. But it seems like there's a lot of overlap there, right? Or no, one place just sells Korean fried chicken. Oh. The other one is all Korean. Fried I'm with you. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, it's not okay. just their, gotcha. but that is one of their specialties. Mm-hmm. I probably failed to mention that. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm with you now. All right. But yeah, so um, Asian food's happening, ethnic food's happening, mm-hmm. yes. uh, yes. everywhere. More of yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I would say if you're looking for something along those lines, uh, Venus Mediterranean. Venus. Uh, UB Main Street, the Tops Plaza. Mm-hmm. And what kind of Mediterranean is that? So it's actually owned by an Egyptian family. Oh, okay. Um, the Adley family. Great family. Uh, was originally opened by a brother and sister. Uh, I don't remember the sister's name, but the, the guy's name is Jack. Very cool, cool family. Um, I started going there, I don't know, like eight or nine years ago. They just opened in the plaza. Shwarma was getting big. I just got done seeing the after credit scene on the Avengers. So, you know, I was very hyped about shawarma. And I was like, yeah, let's go get some shawarma. Yeah. This place is open. Hell let's yeah. go check it out. And um, it was the best bang for my buck. I have tr- I try and continue to try all the new places that mm-hmm. open up. This place is by far, hands down, the best shawarma in town. No shit. Um, their chicken's pretty phenomenal. Uh, their beef, and I, I will unequivocally say this, and I, I will accept any fights in the street. Come find me. Um, they have the best beef shawarma in town. Nobody comes close. What's the name of the place again? It's called Venus Mediterranean. Venus Mediterranean. All right. Mm-hmm. I highly recommend it. 
I'm I'm a little upset that we that Buffalo hasn't caught on to the New York style street meat craze. There are a few. There are a few out there. Mm-hmm. It's not as popular as I think it should be. No, the other thing is you got to remember is it's a risk, right? And it was proven to be a bad risk to take because of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. None of the food trucks have come back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you. You know, that's a good point. I haven't seen as many of the food trucks like I used to, right? I haven't seen any of them. I know they had, uh, so obviously prior to the winter, um, you know, um, was it Larkin Square? Actually, Larkinville just this past weekend had their 10th anniversary of the food truck rodeo. Right. And they had it, but it was only for like lunchtime. Yep. Yeah, okay. Everything is still kind of limited. Um, yeah. The one thing I found is a lot of these places that transitioned even to brick and mortars are struggling to keep people on their trucks. So if you ever go to like, Lloyd's website, for example, and you go look at the truck schedule, there are days you'll click on and it will just say, hey, we're hiring. Mm -hmm. Help us get Mm -hmm. the truck back Mm -hmm. on the streets. Mm -hmm. If a place with a brick and mortar and and a steady street source of income is struggling to keep their trucks on the streets, what about the places that are just trucks? Right. Well, that's you you saw during the pandemic, a lot of places that like were just trucks open up the brick and mortars. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, and the, or the ones that survived are places like Lloyd's or like Fat Bob's or something like that, where like they had a brick and mortar to rely upon, so they can they can kind of keep the truck afloat. Absolutely, I don't see them coming back as often without these events. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of these events are starting to make comebacks. I think some of the pot events are actually ha- helping with that. Yeah. Um, so they're they're having a lot of those out at the reservations. Um, they were doing these early on, and and remember the flyers. They were having all these uh, marijuana, mm-hmm. yeah. Like they were like pop up festivals, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. Those little pop up festivals. Right. They are becoming more and more official, and less just hey, find this flyer and hope to God somebody gives it to you. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where they're starting to get these food trucks and such to okay. show up at. Um, when I was out in uh, what's that, the farm place out in Niagara, something farms, Becker, Becker Farms. They had a whole bunch of food trucks out there uh, last summer. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think places like that and events like that are bringing those places out. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I would say is uh, there's three or four websites. I don't know which ones are the more accurate ones, and I can't name them off the top of my head because I'm starting to get really high. Um, <laughs> I ate some edibles before I got here. <laughs> but um, the, uh, they have, they're like portals for all of the other trucks mm-hmm. instead of having to go find a page for each of those trucks, and you can kind of get a better idea of where some of these events are. But um, I'll feed you guys more as I find out more about these events, yeah. and you guys Sounds can advertise good. them. Yeah, yeah, we can pay, share them on our socials. Yeah, Hell yeah. So. AJ, anything else for us this year? Honestly, um, be safe out there, right? Uh, you, we talked a lot about safety in, in previous podcasts around you know your usage and what you're getting and where you're getting it from. It's available everywhere. Um, for the, for the most part, it's safe, mm-hmm. right? But it also requires a degree of common sense. You know, we talked about packaging on edibles, if that's the way you're going to go with the green, you should not get the, the wool pulled over your eyes when you have to get some green. That's, that's all I got for this week. All right, AJ, thank you for another year of 420 information, our yeah. official 420 correspondent. And, uh, you know, you're always welcome to come on the pod. It doesn't have to be once a year. I'm definitely going to pop in with some updates or some stuff happening. And uh, there's some stuff I definitely want to talk about with you guys. And if anyone's more interested in learning the growing situation, just to do it at home, not not official, hit us up on our socials. Maybe we'll do another episode about that. Yeah. Very worried gardener. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) Have a good one.